All right, part two, the second part. Yeah. The sequel. So we wake up day two, Nick, in Atlanta. Um, nothing was billed to Charles' room. We were unsuccessful. Yep. You had a splitting headache from the night splitting, before. Splitting. Splitting uh, from the night before. <clears throat> we get down to the lobby, and who was there? There was some like NHRA drag racing going on. Yeah, about. I'm not baiting you, by the way. I, I genuinely don't remember. I was at the I, waffle machine. I don't remember the, the people's name anyway, but it was there was like the races were about 45 minutes north. And for whatever reason, they were staying down at the mall of Georgia. And yep. um, there were some drag drag racers there and, and some of the crew. And Kevin Henry from Jam, he was pumped. He was real yeah. excited about it. He knew he knew who every one of them were. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, so we get down to the lobby, and there's, like you said, these freaking NHRA guys. But, I mean, they're all, like, in their racing team get up and everything. And there's a bunch of, like, I guess chauffeur cars. I don't want to say, like, they're trailers or anything. But they're chauffeur cars uh, in the parking lot because they were shuttling these guys, like you said, back and forth to the track. But that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I thought I was up early. I get downstairs and in the parking lot to find that Marty – is already uh, wiping the Viper down um, with microfibers and just dumping oil into the engine. Yeah. So I was talking to Marty about how early he gets up because he works early. He gets up at, you know, two or three in the morning. So he's like, yeah, I get up about four 30 when I have no alarm. Um, but dude, the, the shocking part is how much oil he put in the Viper truck. That bad boy, that thing burned some oil. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, but a motor that big, I mean, what do you expect? So we get up that morning and we're, we're hanging in the lobby and I got us all checked out and everything, but we're, we're getting our breakfast and everyone's talking and hanging out, uh, swapping stories from, uh, the day and the night before, mind you, we had just done Atlanta motor speedway. We had started the day at main event. We had ended the day at main event. Um, everybody hanging out. We had been screwing around with Charles the night before. Uh, at the hotel and uh, so we're swapping stories we have a quick driver's meeting because today is the day right we're gonna take on the dragon so our drive what was it nick you think it was like three hours yeah three and a half or so it was it was not a short drive not a long drive yeah no it was it was a nice one but we uh we had three hours north to deals gap so we had a quick driver's meeting uh at the parking lot and we told people honestly michael kadlubowski he laughed about this but he also said, he goes, it's, it's freaking true. Every bit of it. We basically went over the, the dragon etiquette video that we shared mm -hmm. and, and the tips that they gave about using the pull-offs, drive your skill level, don't tailgate, let people get by, don't cross the center line and all that stuff. And, and so we had a quick driver's meeting. A couple of the people that were with us have driven the dragon before they chimed in. They were like, guys, if you've never done it, it's a blast, but it's no freaking joke. Um, and off we go. Right. So we all pile into our cars. Yep. We go to get, we go to gas up on the way out the door and yep. uh, we're at the gas station and we, we get some gas and we park the cars over by one side of the gas station where there's some room to and get off the pumps again. Yep. Yeah. To get off the pumps. And as we're doing that, people are like, Oh, what's, is there a Mopar convention going on? What's, I mean, people were literally pulling up asking us what the deal was. Yep. And uh, Charles comes up and he Charles parked. was in his trunk. Charles didn't come up. Nothing. Charles was digging in his trunk for something. Yeah, so so I'm talking to Charles and I said something about you got a spare tire in this thing because you don't have a spare in your tire or your car. You did for this, but it didn't come with one. 
And uh, it was a funny story from Speedway Boomerang where your dad mm-hmm. just really gave it to you good because you didn't have a spare tire. So yeah. I said to Charles, you got a spare in this thing? And he said, nope, but I got a, I got a plug kit. And he pulls this kit out. Looks like a tackle box full of tire supplies. And he looks... I stop real quick. We had a pre-party on Thursday. Yeah. We rallied all fucking day Friday. Yeah. It's like 7 a.m. day two. Yeah. We're leaving Atlanta. Yeah. At this point, I'm 48 hours in to Charles screwing with me like it's his full-time job. Yeah. No, okay? there's no question about that. that it's, it's important that people know that. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. So I'm talking to Charles. I'm standing between your car and Charles's car. And Charles is looking at me, and I, and I just said something about you know spare tire. And he's like, nope, got this plug kit. And he looks over at your car, and he's like, he's got a screw in the tire. And I said, no. And he's like, yeah, right there. And I was like, holy shit, he does. So now, then, time out again. Nick, for those of you that don't know, is the kind of son of a bitch that he'll play along for something. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's not true. Right. And so I, I'm standing on the other side of the car, and Charles is like, oh, he's got a screw, a, a nail in the tire. And Nick's like, does he? Oh, it looks like he does. And I'm on the other side of the car. Like I'm not looking at nothing. Yeah. And also to that point, I will generally, I'm pretty quick about picking up when someone's playing a joke, even if I'm not in on it and I'll jump in at that point. So, and this was suspiciously quick. Yeah. So you've, you, it really was. So you've got all the, all the reason in the world to believe that you don't actually have a screw or a nail in your tire, but sure as shit you did. So Everyone starts checking their tires, and you had one on the other side, too. You had a nail in one and a screw in the other. I did. So I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. And Charles, (laughs) Charles, hey, man, hang on. Siri's talking. And and Charles is like, hey, man, no big deal. Roll it back. Let me get to it. And he freaking lays down right there in the freaking gas station parking lot. Yep. And all of a sudden, I just hear... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he plugged it in what two seconds? Yeah, you lost two pounds of pressure. Two pounds. Yeah, you went from what 30, 35 to 33? Yeah. Something like that. I mean, and, and it was incredible. It was just, I was like, how much air is he gonna lose if you're just doing this not even near the air pump? And he's like, Yeah, not much. I'm thinking, yeah, right. This thing's gonna be flat. Yeah, Nick's like fucking hell, it's gonna <clears> be <throat> on the rim. <laughs> yep. We're about to see John driving on the rim here in the parking lot, but that's yeah. not the case. And uh, so he went to the other side. He pulled the nail out. Everyone checked. Everyone was good. And we were off to the off to the tail. Didn't. Yeah. And, uh, and and I was like, hey, man, is that going to hold up? Because I still couldn't believe that it only lost two pounds and that he was able to just stuff it that quick. And, and he was like, hey, that ain't going nowhere. It's going to last you. Don't you worry. I'm like, okay. So then I'm like, wait a minute. Charles works at Tire Out. Hey, man. Did you put this freaking thing in my tire? <laughs> yeah, now he if he did, he'd have put it right through the sidewall just to make sure yeah. you bought a new tire. Yeah, yeah. But dude, t- so, he was right though. You you were checking air, the pressure, the yeah. whole rest of the trip. I'd tell you at some point, like, dude, it would lose air by now. Stop it. And and well, okay, even on the way here's home. The thing. Here's the thing. When we left the gas station, then now to your point, I ran over to the air pump. I, I put some more air in the tire. But when we're rolling at that point, guys, we're going like into the mountains so we're we're gaining altitude the temperature's dropping and then we're going into valleys and the temperature's climbing again so the air in my tires is already like changing based on the road conditions and based on the 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 outside temperature and all that 
And so I'm psyching myself out. Nick did have to tell me, just let it go. You would have, it would be flat by now. You're good. Yeah. We're like an hour into the, after that. And you're, you're still checking and you're like, you it's never know. And I'm like, it, it, you'd be, we would know by now, but dude, even on the way home, you know, 36 hours later, you know, it still was two pounds over. Like it held hundred percent of the air was in there. So, uh, yep. thanks to Charles for kind of saving the day there. That would, that would have really derailed us if we would have had to, you know, get that fixed or even change your tire would have taken longer than it took him just to plug it. So. Yep. Yep. He's the man. And we've said it before we posted on Facebook and everything, but all seriousness, he, he is quite simply the best. So yep. if you guys ever need anything, you got to go to tire outlet. Um, I mean, he's helping so many people that are Genesis rally uh, participants. It's not even funny. There's people getting tires. There's people that are just doing their brakes. He obviously gets everybody rally ready with the checks that he does. But he's done lowering kits on people's cars. He did the entire front end swap on mine and put that 2019 grill and the intakes and everything on my car. Uh, he, he does fantastic work, and, and, and he's simply the best. So yeah. uh, th- that was and on display that day when he freaking laid down, and I only lost two pounds of air. So. And real quick, we should probably mention that you know Tire Outlet is a, is a sponsor of ours, but Charles was hooking people up that were doing our events well before Tire Outlet came on board as a sponsor. So. Yep. Definitely go to Tire Outlet. The one on Main Street is the one that he's typically at. Um, or just put, post something on our Facebook about needing something tire or engine or car related. And Charles will just appear like Superman and tell you to, to come by and he'll hook it up. He'll, he'll treat you right. Kind of a touchy-feely Superman, but yeah. like Yeah, Superman. yeah, he's a real hashtag me too violator. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, I mean? <laughs> and by Superman, really it's just him in tights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all it is. He'll so, put his finger I, in your we, ear when you're not expecting it. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we hit the road, tire plug and all, and now we're rolling and we're heading up to Deals Gap. And as we're driving, here come the clouds. They're rolling in. And we told you guys in the last podcast, like we just knew we had like 100 percent of chance of rain like every day. Um, So we're driving and just the drive to Deals Gap was beautiful. It was awesome. Um, I mean, farms and just winding mountain roads, two lane highways, rolling hills. It was canopy roads. It was just, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it was a spirited drive to say the least. We, we were having a little bit of fun, but we, uh, we stopped off for gas at we a place. Yeah. No, they didn't have any gas there. We stopped to get gas and Charles had to pee. Because he drank a bunch of coffee or something, so we had to stop for a minute. gas. I think just Charles had to pee. Just Charles, he had to pee a lot, which I had to pee a lot, and I wasn't going to be the one to speak up, so I'm glad he did. Um, but yeah, so we pull off at this little gas station, no yep. gas to be found, and we get 15 people that have to go to the bathroom, so there's just a, suddenly a line in this convenience store. <laughs> it was like a 25-minute holdover because they had a yep. single bathroom. But um, So while we're there, though, me and you were, were talking – and I'm kind of looking around, and you're looking around up at the sky, and well, it's like the, the the itinerary that day, real quick. Yeah, had us before we got to Deals Gap uh, and doing the dragon. It had us stopping off at the hub, right, for uh, lunch, barbecue for lunch. Yeah, we were gonna do lunch about eleven thirty, hit the tail of the dragon about twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was lunch at twelve thirty, hit the tail of the dragon at one thirty. But the uh, as we're we're looking around, it's like ah, it's kind of getting cloudy, and the clouds are rolling in quick. So we talk and decide. We should we should at least take a vote on skipping lunch and doing the dragon first. They're not mm-hmm. skipping, but flipping the order. And dude, everyone was in, and they're like, "Let's go. We want to hit this thing in the, when it's dry." So we take off, 
head back up to Deals Gap, and yeah. um, do that proved to pay off. It the, did. the rally gods with the weather again. It yeah, was incredible. I call them the rally gods. Yep. Yeah. It was incredible. So, so we get up there to to the dragon store. Yeah. By Killboy and 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 all that, and where the dragon statue is, um, the tree of shame. We get up there. We park. We go inside. Marty's like, if there's ever a good time to go shopping, it's now. Yes. So <laughs> he custom ordered things are getting shipped to his house, all kinds yeah. of stuff. It's the coolest shit, though. It is. You get in there, and I don't care what you drove up there. If you're in a freaking Subaru, a Volkswagen, a BMW, a, a Viper, a Corvette, it doesn't matter. They have custom street signs and every like OEM paint color. Mm-hmm. And it'll say, like, viper versus dragon it'll say corvette versus dragon it'll say whatever you know and at the bottom it says rather than an address it says 318 turns 11 miles it says all the stuff about the dragon so they've got really cool stuff there they've got stickers the stickers are like the uh, profile of the drive the actual route of the dragon itself there's stickers of dragons and us 129 and and all this stuff so like, for example, I went in there and I got orange US 29, uh, 129 Dragon stickers. I put one on each side of my black and orange car, right? Mm-hmm. I got a orange and black sign that says Charger versus Dragon. Marty, like that was good. I was like, that's a souvenir. I'm happy. Like I was here beating on my chest. I'm the man. Marty gets Mopar versus Dragon, Viper versus Dragon dodge versus dragon <laughs> he gets a dragon uh skull yeah was it like a skull or sculpture it, skull? Was a, it was like a skull and it's sitting on his dresser now he said yeah 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 and and he, he's like at the register custom ordering signs and they're they're hooking him up man and mailing it to it was it was funny though because he was like i'm not going home empty-handed man Mm-mm. and uh anyways so we're, we're hanging out and as just to paint the picture here where it's a little hole in the wall, you know, yeah, there's a the big metal dragon statue. It's way smaller than I expected. Way Nick's, smaller. And there's no bathroom. Nick, there's a porta potty and that thing stunk. You son of a bitch. We skipped something. Yeah. Okay? I almost peed my pants. He did. I literally <laughs> almost peed my pants. I was like, I was like, dude, I, I'm about to pee my pants. And he, I'm like, we're almost there. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I see a porter potty off on the left. I'm like, go, 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 pull over. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, go. And you almost got a well, I almost got you to get us hit um, pulling off the well, road. But know, you, the thing that pisses me off. Oh. Now, and, and you know what? I'm actually glad this is happening this way. Mm-hmm. Because, guys, not two minutes ago, rewind the podcast. He's sitting there, oh, I think we stopped because Charles had to go pee-pee. And, and then he didn't even go. Yeah, because I didn't want to hold us up. I wanted to get to the dragon. I didn't want me going pee to be the reason we didn't get there on time. Right. Turns out we had to stop anyway because I had to pee. (laughs) Right. So when does he choose to tell me? When everyone has taken off, they've rallied ahead of us, and there's a porta potty on the side of this little mountain winding two lane mountain road. Yeah. And the the oncoming traffic, they've just left Deals Gap. So they're still like in the dragon state of mind. So they're going like these hairpin turns at like 60. Okay. And we're like passing Porsche clubs mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And he's like, now, 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 turn now. You got to do it now. It was that or I pee I'm in my pants while sitting in your passenger seat. Oh. I know. I almost peed in your seat. <laughs> it was bad. It, anyway, was, it was bad. 
Anyways, to paint the picture for you, it's it's the it's like this little hole in the wall. You got the metal giant dragon statue sculpture thing outside. You got just this collection of car junkies. You got people that are showing up, and you got people that are leaving. They just finished the dragon. Um, you got bikers. You got people that are in tuners. People that are in muscle. People that are in exotics and imports. Just a wide variety, and it's really cool because once again. Everyone there has that one thing in common, you know? Mm-hmm. So sure as hell, we beat the rain. And we're like, okay, it looks good. Let's uh, now. We're going now. Let's go now. So we pack up. We get our GoPros and action cameras mounted. John and Jessica uh, and the Demon, once again, they had that 360 camera uh, strapped, I think, to the roof of the Demon. And, uh, and we're off. We're heading up US-129. And it was awesome. It was everything that I thought it would be. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. And the thing is, is like when you when you see video and pictures of the dragon, you see all the windy turns and everything. But what you don't get is how much elevation change there is just in the middle of a turn. Like you might turn and it might drop 15 feet right in the middle of the turn. Gravity cavity. It, It was really cool. It was really awesome. And to your point. And then what we've made all along with the weather is we got all the way through to the, we, you and I were the last ones to get on the dragon. Last one's coming out, obviously. And when we pulled obviously. out, there was just barely little raindrops when we got to the end of the dragon. So we all kind of huddled there at the end, used your word huddle, which I hate. Um, but we all kind of stopped at the end and talked and like high fived and how awesome it is. You did a burnout in front of the kids with uh, Subarus or whatever they were. They took your picture um well so hang on the dragon i mean you have everything from from dips and and you know hills and everything but you've got these switchbacks and these hairpin turns and it seemed just about every damn turn and there's 318 of them there was a photographer up in the trees you know taking pictures uh staged perfectly taking pictures so um, you've probably seen them if you're on our Facebook page, if you're in Jacksonville area Mopars, if you're friends of mine or Michael or <laughs> Marty or Kevin or any of these guys. But um, just the best photos you'll ever get of your car, they're taken right there on that road. Yeah. And, and they're affordable and, and they make them available to you and everything. We got a promo code Genesis uh, to save 20% on those pictures. And you're like, I don't want to say there's not a lot to look at because that, that really devalues the road. It's, it's freaking gorgeous. It's a winding canopy covered mountain road, but all of the sudden, and I do mean all of a sudden you come around a switchback and next thing you know, you're on a two lane bridge and there's just like a straight drop of a cliff next to you. And there's pictures of that as well. Yeah. I mean, it's not that there's not the, it's not that there's not a lot to look at, but you have to look at what you are doing. Yeah, you can't you can't look away for more than five seconds because there's gonna be another, you know, 180 turn you gotta you gotta take. Yeah, we had the navigation pulled up, but we didn't have a route entered into the navigation. We just had you basically calling out. You got a sharp 90 degree coming up here. You got a switch back coming up here. You know, mm-hmm. just a little bit. All right, you've got a pretty good straightaway here. But to your point, you gotta watch what you're doing because it's two lanes. You got one lane going in each direction, right? And if you cross that line you're going to get clipped and here's the other part that's kind of scary but it keeps you keeps you honest and it keeps you focused 
even if you do everything right, you don't know who's coming around that next bend right. if they're doing everything right. Yeah. So on one side, <laughs> you got a wall. The other side, you got a cliff or a lane, then a cliff. And to your point, you know, even when we were on the dragon, we came around one, uh, one hairpin turn and there was a car coming the other direction. They were in their lane, fortunately, but the passenger window and the, and the rear passenger side, there were like teenagers hanging out the window. They were like sitting on the windowsill, leaning as far to the outside as they could. I mean, yeah. if, if they'd have been leaning the other direction, you'd have hit them with your car because they were, they, yep. they would have easily been leaning across the lane. So, yes. um, it's just, you got to really be paying attention. So, you know, we made it through and it was, it was awesome. It was a great yep. drive. Yeah, we get to the end of the Dragon, and uh, there's a, a pretty big, I don't want to call it a parking lot, but a pretty big pull-off right there to the right. And we get there, and everyone was already there, just barely starting to sprinkle. And we're like, all right, well, we better get back down um, before the rain sets in. And so one at a time, they took off, and Nick's got video of it. And, man, it, it's as stupid as it sounds, like, okay, video of them driving off back into the Dragon, they're just disappearing into the trees again. And it literally looks like they're going back in there to give them hell. Like yeah. they're, just, they're just really cool videos. It, it looks like they're almost like defeated and they're like, ah, like let's rally and get back in there. And, and it was awesome. But so there we were, cause we had to video everyone going back in and it's just me and you and the car. And then you have like a bunch of little Subaru kids that were hanging out up there. And, and I lit them up. It seemed like a good time. Mm-hmm. Here is a fun fact. Forgot that just three hours earlier, Charles had been laying in a parking lot plugging my tire. <laughs> <laughs> but it held. The plug held. Holy shit. I looked at Nick afterwards and I said, well, he wasn't lying. It freaking held up. Yeah. No, it held. So at the moment you started doing the, the burnout, torrential downpour. I was soaking wet from sitting outside to film that thing. But the, again, the weather, it held up. We got through the dragon one time, clean, dry, no issues, mm-hmm. heading back, pouring down rain, pouring yeah. down rain, which, you know, it, it's fine. We took it a little slower, took it a little easy. Um, as we're weaving back through, most of the photographers are gone. A few of them are still out. Fun fact, the rain pictures are awesome. They're mm-hmm. so awesome. Like, honestly, I think we're a little fortunate that it did rain to get those rain pictures because you had the dry, then you had the rain and it was really badass. Yeah. But as no, it really was as and, we're going. Oh, God. No, when we got to the pull off, people were like, wow, that was easier than I thought it was. You know, the, the road is so notorious. I don't know how it could ever really live up to its name. It's just, it's infamous, but people were like, oh yeah, like high five in and yeah, man, we did it out. It was not near as hard as I thought it was going to be. And, and we just kept saying, you got to be careful, man. It, it is dangerous. The danger is real. You got to be careful. So sure as hell, we're driving back down. Here comes the torrential downpour. And you got to understand, we're riding with a demon. A yeah. V10 Audi. Hellcat. Hellcat. Like Viper truck. All these, all these powerful cars. And we're on like the crookedest road in America, damn near, you know, when, and now the roads are wet. And some of these guys are running all but damn slicks. Okay. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Nick and I are going, we're taking it easy, we're being careful, wipers are going full blast, Nick's complaining, and <laughs> we, uh, we, turn, we come around one of those bins, one of those blind turns, brake lights. And ha- no, everyone's got their brake lights and hazards on, 
and through the woods we see police lights and we think holy shit what if one of our people crashed or i mean pulled over in that scenario would be the best case we're just thinking oh my god what if they drove off the side because the way we were going we were on the outside which means the cliff was just to the right there was Mm -hmm. nothing in between us and nothing we turned that corner and immediately stopped and we were like oh my god here's another part zello wasn't working at this time yeah we're up in the mountains there was no there was no real quick walkie-talkie hey is everybody okay there was no cell phone there was no nothing and we're like oh my god and the brake lights we see there are guys yeah there are guys but we can't see everybody we can't count for everybody so we start rolling slowly and nick and i are like oh my god oh my god oh my god we uh we didn't end up really seeing anything we get down the mountain no issue um it wasn't one of our guys we get down to the store Sure as hell, someone riding a motorcycle laid it down right there in front of Charles. Yep. The danger is real. Yep. And Charles actually helped pick up the bike. And I guess the cop, you know, once they picked up the bike, they were good to go. And, you know, the, the people weren't going very fast, but just, you know, they were on they were on a switchback area and the elevation, you know, changes and undulations in the road and the rain. And they just laid it down. They weren't Charles said they weren't doing anything crazy. They just, you know, were probably a little above their skill level. And and um you know, they laid it down, but dude, it was, it was a really tense few minutes wondering what happened and who it was to. Cause like, I kept thinking like, I see most people, but your dad was like two cars in front of the last car that I saw. And I was yeah. like, Oh shit. What if it's John's dad? We didn't talk about that in the car. And I certainly didn't bring it up cause I needed you not to crash the car panicking about if it was your dad or not. But it's, uh, but yeah, Once we knew he was okay, we would have asked him, does that thing even have a spare tire? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would, what's your plan if you have a spare tire? Just out of curiosity. Or if you, right. had, a, if you had a flat. Um, but yeah, so, so we get back to the store, and then it's funny. There were some people there. I think they were driving like Mazda, little Mazda cars or some other kind of small car. And I'm standing next to Michael, and uh, these people, the, the guys were like, oh, man. He's, he's like, how do you guys like – keep your dodges like in between the lanes. And Michael's like, you just steer. And they're like, yeah, but they're so wide. Like when I'm driving my little go-kart, like I can zip all over the place, but like your cars are like really, really wide. How do you do it? Michael's like, I just know how to drive. Like, I don't understand. What are you asking me? I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand. So it was just really funny. And like, he was trying to make a joke like that. Yeah. Then his car was a boat. It was so it just funny. Really didn't land. No, and it was so awkward. You know, if, the the rule of Nick is if your joke's not going to land, you got to double down. Yes, and he did, and it still didn't land. It did not. I would have tripled down, but no, would have. I at that point when Michael like, I mean, he may have known what the dude was trying to do, but I'm like, he's probably going to kill this guy. I'm just going to slowly back away, <laughs> disassociate yeah. myself from this conversation. But yeah. it um. But no, so some people went back in and did some more shopping, and then uh, I think that's pretty much it for for the tail of the dragon. Yeah, we hit the road. It's raining, and now we're we are hungry, and we're like, well, now it's raining, and we're done with the dragon. Now we should get some to eat. So we went to the hub, and yeah. that was an experience all in itself. So yeah, I mean, this place was like voted number one on TripAdvisor and everything. And don't get anything wrong that we're about to say. The food was great. Yeah, and the atmosphere the was great outside where we ate in the barn area was really cool 
and there's like a little creek back there and like mm-hmm. it was it was cool but the uh the inside experience was something else <laughs> so well i i gotta say if you really think about it your experience was fine you just kind of fucked it up for the rest of us it well yeah pretty much so now, i think what did you try to order i know it was ham but what kind of ham i think i ordered first maybe second i ordered a hot ham and cheese which is basically basically there a grilled go. cheese with some ham on it right yep so i order it i get the fries get my drink pays his tab and gets out of the way and i start i walk around to the side and the guy the cook in the back is like i don't have any ham i don't have any ham and then the ticket prints and he's like I don't have any ham. I said, don't sell the damn ham. He's like yelling at the lady at the front. So I, I literally like walked back to the front, stood right in front of her. I mean, she just took my order. She should remember that I'm the guy who took the ham. And I'm like yeah, looking at her. Your assumption there was you don't have a ham and I just asked for it. So I need to ask for something different. Yeah. So I'm standing there and she takes somebody else's order and she looks at me and smiles and I smile back. She takes somebody else's order. I'm looking at the menu and I'm looking at her. And at that point, I'm just like, I'll take a grilled cheese. Like, I don't care. Just, you know, she doesn't say anything. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. I guess I'm good. So I go get my drink and I go to wash my hands because germaphobe. And um, as I'm in the bathroom washing my hands, I hear her going, number 49, 49, where are you? Number 49. She like runs outside. Hang on, hang on. Um, People were asking as they were ordering, like, do I need to come back inside? Will we be able to hear you? Yeah. She's like got a headset on and she's like, oh, no. You could be anywhere with this headset. You can hear it anywhere in the restaurant. I could get anybody's attention. So yeah. here she is, hands cupped over her mouth, and she's like, "Ticket 49, 49, where are you at? 49, 49." <laughs> My dad looks at the lady and goes, "Ah, uh, why? Why don't you try your headset?" <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in the bathroom, and I already know the cook is pissed because I heard him yelling about the ham thing. It's ham. And then I heard him say. You've been here a month. I can't keep answering your goddamn questions. <laughs> so I knew he was pissed. Yeah, she's yelling 49. Yeah, she's yelling 49. I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. So I come out of the bathroom and she's like, I, I'm like, hey, I'm number 49. She's like, oh, okay. You know, do you want turkey? Is that okay? I'm like, yes, that's perfect. I'll take turkey. So I go outside and John and Jessica come out after me and they're like, dude, that cook is a dick. Like he's yelling at everybody. Like it's unacceptable. And then you come out. And I'll let you tell your story. Oh, I, I just got to the counter and she's like, can I help you? I was like, uh, barbecue sandwich. Here's my money. And I just like <laughs> walked away. I'm like, I'm not looking for freaking trouble here. Nick already pissed him off about the ham. Yeah, he was so, mad. So then, and again, my dad has, you know, the same car I have. And he was joining us on this. This was his first rally. He was excited about that. So my mom and dad are in line behind me. And I hear my mom go, hmm, I'll get the brisket chili. They had it written on, uh, not just on the menu, on like the special board, like today's <laughs> right. special, you know, yeah. it said brisket chili. And my mom's like, huh, that sounds pretty good. I have brisket chili. And the fucking cook from the back goes, it's not brisket. There's not brisket in the chili. And the lady who's taking the order is like, oh shit, like he's mad again. And he goes, who told you there was brisket in the chili? And, and he's yelling this to like, your mom, not to yeah. the lady. He's yelling to your mom. Yeah. And my mom's like, it <laughs> says it right here on the sign, brisket chili. And it was like handwriting. Like they just put that there that day. She's like, it, it says it right here on the sign. And he's like, we'll change it. It's pork. <laughs> and we're just like, holy shit. What is happening? 
at the hub right now. Yeah. And actually, before that, when I was going outside, I heard him yell at the lady at the, taking the orders. There's too many orders. They're coming in too fast. Slow them down. Slow them down. <laughs> Slow them down. Hold them back. Yeah. Apparently, lunchtime snuck up on the hub. But eventually, we all got our food. And uh, I thought it was good. I mean, it, it, was, it was great food. Yeah. That's the thing. And, and at first, we're like, oh, this is abysmal. Like, this is bad. But honestly, at this point, everyone's freaking laughing at these guys. Yeah. And, and it was almost like, I don't want to sound like a dick, but it was almost like dinner and a show. Yeah, kind of. It's like when you go to a crappy comedy show and you just know you're going to get heckled. Like, yeah, I don't know him, him uh, losing his cool really actually like lightened the mood somehow. And not that the mood was bad at all, but it's just like everyone was tired and hungry. And like then we had something in common to laugh about. So yeah, in a weird way, to your point, we're tired, we're hungry, we've been rained on, and it just felt good to get screamed at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was funny. Uh, but then uh, we were we were joking around. There's that video, that viral video of the uh, transgender person at at uh, what is it, GameStop? Yeah, and uh, and he she is like, it's ma'am, it's ma'am. Yeah. So, so John and I were having a good time looking at you going, it's ham. Uh, that's so funny. So we hit the road again. We go get some gas and we're off. And now we are casino bound. And at this point, we're like 40 minutes from uh, Harris. Oh, wait, there was there was one more laugh at the hub. So we're all getting ready to leave. Number one. What is this? Number one, Charles, Julie, Stephen and George. Charlie. We're doing Charlie. the hot pepper challenge because apparently Julie. Charles, uh, is his fiance, wife, girlfriend, I don't know. fiance, fiance, but like where, where you'll like leave and head out the door and you're like, uh, got my keys, got my wallet, got my phone. Julie's like, got my purse, got my peppers. And she like travels with a fistful of like really hot Asian peppers. Yeah. So um, we're walking out and, and Steven's face is beet red and he's sweating oh, yeah. and he's sitting inside. Yeah. And we're like, what is happening? And he's like, I tried a chili. He's like, oh, my mouth is on fire. <laughs> like, so Julie's just sitting there pounding those chilies. And, and by the way, to give you guys another visual, Steve, again, this is the guy with like the V10 Audi. Uh, I'm trying to describe him. Picture the Hulk in a tiny tank top. He looks like, um, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, the Hulk in a, a white Hulk, not like a green Hulk. Yeah, good point. I mean, this guy could rip you in half uh, with a look. Yeah. Honestly. So he's, and he is all but in tears and turning purple. Yeah. And George is laughing at him and he's like, I ain't trying nothing. Charlie's like, nope. They ask me. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like mm -hmm. I'm like, Nick, what's going on with the tough guy? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> they're asking me and I'm like, mm -mm. just looking at it makes my freaking mouth burn. So then I Julie's look over laughing. Yeah. She's laughing. She, and then she just takes another bite of the pepper. Like it's no big deal. So that's going on. And that's funny. I look over at Kevin. He's in line looking at the ice cream. So, of course, my interest is peaked because we're talking about ice cream now. So I'm like, where's Aaron, his wife? I'm like, where's Aaron? And Kevin's like, I don't know. I should probably get her some ice cream, though. And I was like, nah, you don't need to get her ice cream. Just get you some ice cream. It'll be fine. And he's like, no, I should really get her some ice cream. I was like, nah, you'll be all right. He's like, yeah, I'll just get myself ice cream. I don't know where she's at anyway. So as he's ordering the ice cream. I go scurrying off looking for Aaron because I want her to catch him. Getting God, you're a freaking prick, man. Someone's going to kick your ass one day. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. So my plan was flawed or failed anyway because she was already out front. I didn't know it. 
So Kevin walks out the door into the parking lot and he's eating ice cream. And he turns around to look at the group because we're all kind of up against the building underneath the awning. And Aaron's up against the building underneath the awning and she sees him with ice cream. She's like, you asshole. She's like, he's <laughs> across the parking lot. It was so freaking funny. Yeah. Uh, the so hub was awesome. It was a great experience. We're, uh, we're about to roll out. We're kind of standing underneath the awning and, and hanging out. And I'm like, I just caught up a little bit with Michael and Amy chatting a little bit with John and Jessica mom, dad, how y'all hanging? You having fun? Good. Kevin asshole. Oh, Aaron's pissed. All right. Hang out over here. Charlie. <laughs> hey, you know, we, let's go see Charlie. So I'm, I'm just standing out there next to Charles. I'm like, you know what, man? Like I'm going to catch up with him for a little bit. Cause we've been bullshitting and we've been joking around, but here we are day two. He plugged my freaking tire first thing this morning out of nowhere. Like let's, let's go see what's going on in Charlie's world. And I'm standing next to him and we're talking and all of a sudden. Right in the nuts. Right in the freaking nuts, man. And next thing I know, I'm looking up at the rain clouds and I'm seeing stars and I'm like, and I'm slowly fading out as I hear Charles cackle. Yeah. (laughs) And he freaking cold cocked me hard, man. So day one. It was Steve, the poor bastard, getting getting popped with saltwater taffy at the Cracker Barrel. Day two, Steve's sucking down peppers with Julian. It's not going well, and I get freaking cold cocked, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so now here we are, sore nuts, hitting the road, and uh, and we get to Harris Cherokee Valley River Casino in Murphy, North Carolina, and it was badass, man. Um, the the hotel it's it, I don't want to say brand new but it's it's a year and a half two years old it's their newest property yeah it was nice so it, hotel, it all looked very new yeah yeah the hotel's new uh they've got this I mean it's a massive place uh, obviously it's a resort hotel all that but they've got like right by the lobby where you pull up ballet and this huge freaking awning and so here's these guys standing out here in Murphy North Carolina and all of a sudden vroom, vroom, here come all these badass cars and they're kind of like <laughs> this is bad they're like chomping at the bit to get these things <laughs> little little did they know we had all taken the time to put our cars in valet mode mm-hmm. um and so i was kind of teasing uh john willette about that i'm like you know your demons like doing a wheelie right now. oh no it's not i i made sure i double checked and, uh and everything so we get to we we get to cherokee uh valley river resort there um at harrah's get checked in Everyone kind of goes up to their room, drops their stuff off, and we're like, we'll, we'll rendezvous later. At this point, I don't even know. I mean, I'm just not into it. But the Kentucky Derby was was hours from starting. Mm-hmm. And so we all kind of hit the bar there in the casino to go watch the Kentucky Derby and, and get some drinks and hang out. And at that point, we cast a vote again, this time for the plan for day three and caffeine and octane. Some people didn't want to leave early. Some people did want to leave early to get there. Uh, leave early as in the hotel to get there at a certain time. We were two hours away from caffeine and octane. And, um, and we decided we were going to sleep in one more hour and that would put us at caffeine and octane one hour after it started at 9 AM. So we were going to make a fashionably late arrival. So we get to the hotel and we told people we, we kind of, here comes Nick huddled. We kind of huddled real quick mm-hmm. at, the, at, the, at the bar right there at the casino. We told people like, they're all like, Hey, so what are we doing next? And we were like, honestly, free day we did the dragon we got lunch this is your time enjoy it you want to go gamble there's the casino you want to drink here's the bar you you go do whatever you want 
also people we part of going on the rally was everyone got a free credit at the casino to gamble so even people like marty who didn't intend on gambling he just wanted to go because it was gonna be a cool experience you know he was able to just take that credit hit the slot machines and you know gamble so there was that option too oh my god we almost missed something really important i wasn't gonna let it go don't worry we were were gonna talk about it so we're at this bar we're like we got to vote on what the plan is for tomorrow so let's vote so i get on the zello uh walkie talkie at and I'm like, guys, where you at? Piano right now, like piano bar down here by the casino. We got to vote, got to vote, got to vote. We're voting in five minutes. We're voting in two minutes. We got to figure out a plan for day three. Let's vote. Come on, vote, vote, vote. Here's everybody in the rally and their freaking passengers. But no Marty. We're like, where the frick is Marty? Marty. And I'm like yelling into the walkie-talkie, Marty, Kevin, hey, Kevin, call Marty. So finally I get on the walkie-talkie. I was like, Marty, you're about to lose a vote, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. So we start having our conversation and all of a sudden people are like reacting and they're like, Oh, there he is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? So no one's even freaking listening to me. So I turn around. Here comes Marty Mm -hmm. down the escalator, down down an escalator. That's like, (laughs) I would say like two, three story escalator. Yeah. Yeah, It's probably like a super stretch escalator. And here he comes by himself in a all black suit. Black shirt, black tie, black jacket, black pants. I mean, this guy, he was badass. There's no other yeah. way around it. He he was he was bad to the bone, and he knew it. And so, where the hell is Marty? Turn around. Here's Marty, slow motion, coming down this super stretch <laughs> escalator. So we all... And he's, look, he's looking at us like he knows it, too. Yeah, and at that moment, we all stopped talking... And we're we're laughing just because of the the him coming down the escalator slowly all by himself. But it takes probably twenty seconds, twenty five seconds to get down the escalator. The it's whole time, stretch. none of us are saying anything. We're just watching Marty glide down this elevator <laughs> very slowly towards us with his big old smile on his face, dude. It was so funny. It's so I awesome. Describe it. You said it was like prom. It was like yeah, like a prom date coming down the you know. It was so freaking funny. Um, yeah. and then. And, Fast forward just a little bit before we go back to the vote, but fast forward a little bit. I'm with Marty in the casino and like all these people are like, where's the smoking section? Where's the bathroom? Where's the, and, and Marty's like, I don't know. And we realized that people thought he worked at the casino. Like they thought it was security because he was dressed nice <laughs> and all the rest You're of us not lying. just wearing shorts and stuff. But dude, Marty, he, he looked awesome. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, we, we, Again, we told people, they're like, hey, so what are we doing next? You know, what's next on the plan? And and we're like, guys, I mean, it's a free day. We did the track. We did the dragon. We had lunch. We've done, you know, main event. This this time is yours. You want to gamble? There's a casino. Whatever. This is your time. And once again, no one split up. Yeah. Everyone wanted to hang out. So we walked over and... They had this section kind of like past some restaurants and some shops there at the resort. And there was like in the hotel, there was like bowling alley and billiards and and stuff like that. And, man, they rented a couple of bowling lanes and a couple of pool tables. And everyone was just freaking hanging out, man, until dinner time. At dinner time, some of them went and ate over here and some of us went and ate over there and all right there at the hotel though. And and then we all kind of rendezvoused in the casino. Uh, I don't know, nine o'clock, Nick, nine 30. Yeah. Well, you skipped a part though. What did I skip? 
you skipped one of the funniest stories of the whole thing with John Willette with a cigar. Holy shit. This is my favorite story of the whole trip. So they've got this hotel uh, in the hotel, this restaurant called the landing and uh, the landing grill or something like that. And it's like the place where you go when you want your, like your steak and, and it's like their high end restaurant there. And so, you know, some of us went over there and we're like, yeah, we need a table. Okay. It's like a 45 minute wait, whatever. So we go walking around the casino. We went and cashed in our our gambling credits that we could gamble after dinner and all that. So finally it's 30 minutes. 40 minutes, 45 minutes, 55 minutes. So we're like standing in front of the host stand waiting to get our table. They texted Jessica and said the table was ready. So I gave John Willette a cigar um, for that night. I had a couple of them with me, gave one to Kevin. And so we've got our cigars and he's just, he's already got it in his mouth. You know, I got mine in my pocket. He's got it in his mouth. He's just gnawing on the freaking thing all night. Right. Like boss. And, hog uh, and, and he's, he's excited to get this thing lit. What now? I said like Boss Hog on Dukes of Hazard. Oh, you have no idea. I mean, and, and he's like, yeah, this is like a power thing, you know, and, and he's just freaking loving it. We're, we're laughing with him. You can see a picture on the Facebook page of him with this cigar hanging out of his mouth. So the hostess goes running away. Well, I'm going to figure out, you know, what's going on with the table? And, and she disappears. And John's like, how long's it been? And how long did they say it was going to be? Yeah, that's what I thought. And he stands up and he goes freaking chest boat out over to the host stand and we're like oh shit like here we go it's going down and uh he turns around and he looks at all of us there's probably eight of us there he looks at all of us and he pulls the cigar out of his mouth and he goes first i'm gonna point at her like this and he's like acting like he's pointing at someone with the chewed in that he's been gnawing on for the night and like he's really giving it to him and he goes and then and he flips it around to the side that you would light and he goes I'm going to point at her like this. And he's acting like he's going to be poking this thing right in her freaking face. So he's telling us, I'm going to point at her like this. And then I'm going to point at her like this. The whole time he has his his back to the hostess stand and he's telling his audience this. She's freaking walking up and standing behind him. And no one says anything, right? So he turns around and he just kind of looks at her. And he's like, uh, I'm, I'm here to check on the table. I'm like, I'm like. John, she knows the plan. She knows the whole plan, John. <laughs> abort, she abort, she knows she goes, the plan. Yeah, yeah, abort. And she looks at him and she goes, yeah, yeah, I know. It's over here. And she and she took us to the table and he freaking shoved that cigar back in his mouth and he looked at us and he goes, you hear that? The table's ready. <laughs> he was the freaking man. It was so funny. That That's we were awesome. Just willing to let him do his whole spiel, even though we knew she was right behind him. Oh, yeah. Oh, so we have so our dinner. Funny. We're hanging out, and then we we hit the casino probably like nine nine thirty, and it just so happened that everyone was back from dinner and kind of convened right there in the casino. So some people go sit down at machines, uh, you know, playing the slots. Some people sitting down. I think the popular one that night was three card poker. Yeah, I think it's three card stud is what it's called. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of people uh, did pretty well doing that. Um, I turned my gambling credit into one hundred and fifty dollars at one point. 147 pocketed 100 lost the other 47 um you took your gambling credit turned it into a negative called a deficit a deficit yeah there you go you can hear you can hear about it on fox news deficits a deficit um uh some other people on the trip uh were going to the high roller room and throwing hundred dollar bills in the slot machines and losing them poof just gone um yep. so but all in all the group left up 
you know, your parents were up. Kevin and Aaron were up. I was yeah, up. My dad, my dad was up almost 200. You were up over a yeah. hundred. Charles was up four or 500. Kevin and Aaron were up a couple hundred. Um, I took it on the chin. Um, John and Jessica, when I went to bed, when I got sleepy and I went night, night at freaking 1am, they were killing it at the table. Um, yeah, so so, I, don't know, I don't know how they ended it, but they were doing well at the moment. Um, but all in all, by all accounts, everyone had a good time at the casino and everyone took the credit and turned it into something, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I lost money and then I was like, well, I can win it back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you did. Yeah. No one else in the casino has ever felt that way before. I mean, just me. That was a unique feeling. I'm sure yeah. no one else had sat in a casino and thought I can win it back. Yeah. Um, but that's what happened to me and um it did not happen. So now it's like one AM. You had freaking pieced out early. And it wasn't first of all, we were leaving at seven AM, which means we were getting up at six o'clock. He's so yelling. about eleven thirty, I was still down the casino and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go back up, go to bed, because by the time I got up there, took a shower, got to bed, I figured you'd probably be up there and then you'd go to bed too. Um so I got to the room about midnight, take a shower, leave some lights on, leave the TV on, because I figured you you and I were rooming together. I figured you're going to be loud and turn some lights on. So <clears throat> I would do that. And uh, you were not so lucky as to have a straight shot to the room and get ready for bed like I did. Well, okay. So he's like, all right, I'm going to bed. Here you go. And he hands me a card. I looked at him. I said, what the hell is this? And my dad goes, what do you mean? It's your room key. I'm like, oh whatever and i put it in my pocket yeah well he never said like it's room whatever oh well okay pause been up there at one yes point. at one point you've been up there the same amount of times that i had been up there and you were there when i checked in and you knew we were in room 738 you you should have and so you know you we were and well hold on and this is the first time that that night you should have asked a question because if you didn't know what room we were in or were unsure you should have at that moment said it's room 738, right? But you didn't. Yeah. All right. So all right, I'm going to make a long story <clears> short. <throat> I'm sleepy. Okay. I'm real sleepy. But I'm hanging out with Charles. I'm hanging out with John. I'm hanging out with Jessica. I'm hanging out with Kevin. I'm hanging out with Aaron. I'm hanging out with Julie. Like Steve sits down at the table now. So like we're all hanging out. I'm like, I don't want to go to bed. This is awesome. But I'm freaking sleepy. Who am I trying to kid? I'm going to bed. And I'm like, where am I at? Ah, I remember it very, uh, very clearly. Third floor. So I go to room 338. I stick the freaking key in. It don't work. I stick it in again. It don't freaking work. I turn it around. Go, then go in. I flip it upside down, stick it in. It doesn't go in. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like jiggling the handle. I'm like, what is going on right now? And I know that if I freaking call Nick, if I text Nick, if I knock on this door, he's going to get pissy. Oh, you can't freaking remember anything, you dumb. Go ahead, come on, come in here, you idiot. Get your dumb ass in here. Like he's just gonna be pissy about it. I'm gonna hear about it all day tomorrow. <laughs> and then once I really thought about it, I was like, I don't need him. I never needed him. <laughs> I never needed him. So I go down to the lobby. Okay. From from the third floor, I go down to the lobby. And uh I go to the desk, like, well, sir, is everything okay? I'm I can't get in my room. She goes, Okay, what room is it? Three 38 ma'am it's 338 she goes okay uh name john vaccaro mm, no another name 
Genesis rally? No. Could it be something else? Oh, Nick Figueredo. Can you spell it? Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I got you on the fifth floor. I'm like, no, that's my dad. And she looks at me and she goes, honey, you're not on the third floor. And I'm at this point, again, I'm sleepy. Now I'm pissed, right? I can't spell Figueredo. And, and, and I look at the lady and she's like, sweetie, she's like trying to like reason with me. She's like, you're not on the third floor. And I'm like, lady, we're not negotiating here. I need to get into 338. Here's my key, you know? So it was, it was, it was 738. It wasn't 338. I don't know why I thought it was 338. So now I'm corrected. I'm embarrassed. I'm an idiot. And I'm tail between my legs, sleepy, pissed, cranky. And I'm, I'm back in the elevator. I get in the elevator with Murphy's finest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's this guy. And he looks at me and I mean, bless his heart. He's being nice. And he just goes, what floor are you hitting to? Seven. Lucky seven at the casino. Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> this, I didn't say that. I'm like, oh, yeah, lucky, lucky me. I'm on a heater. And, uh, and so I, I get up there and I put the key in and, and it worked. It was, I was, it was my room the whole time. So as I opened the door, you guys, again, I didn't call Nick because I thought he's going to be asleep. He's going to be freaking pissed off. As I opened the door, the freaking lights are on. I'm like, son of a bitch. Now, Nick's the kind of person when he sleeps, lights are off, TV's off, everything's off. Everybody be dead and quiet. He doesn't want to hear anything. I open the door, freaking lights on. I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. As I open the door, I hear, roll down your window. I'm like, what the hell? I look over. He's watching Cops. That live cops PD. is on the TV. It's live, live PD. PD. Get live it right. PD. I open the door, and all I see is this long hallway. All the lights are on, and I can see live PD volume up. Not at sleeping level. Up. Okay? And then I can see the sheets on the bed have two feet sticking up piggies in the air (laughs) and now here's another little fun fact nick sleeps face down yeah so i see lights on he's watching cops toes are pointed up and at this point i'm like you son of a bitch you're awake the whole freaking time i didn't call you because i thought you were sleeping you're awake up here watching cops we're rallying in the freaking casino right now Charles is up $500 and you're up here watching freaking. So I, I walk, I walk into the room talking shit. I'm ready to go. Turn the corner. He's out. Could have been dead. He wouldn't even snore and he's just out. So a couple of things. Ugh. Number one, you could have called me as soon as you were lost. And of yes, I would have said, are you at the right at room? Point, it's like two in yeah, the morning. That's fine. I would have said, are you at the right room? You just said yes. I said flip the key over. You just said I did. <clears throat> I just said flip it over again. And then I would definitely would have called you an idiot, probably adult. I would have gotten up to let you in. You wouldn't have been in the hallway. I'd have called <laughs> you more names. Because <laughs> I would have been on the third floor. You've been on the third floor. I'd have called you more names. I would have laughed about it though. I'd have told you the right floor and room. Called you a dumbass a lot of times. But you would have been up in the room in like five minutes and it would have been a funny story. 
I left the lights on because I assumed that you were going to come in like a goddamn hurricane and turn all the lights on. I left the TV on so that I would fall asleep to some noise because I assumed you were going to be hammered drunk and stumbling all over the place, making all kinds of noise. Okay. All right. So this is kind of true. So the night before I wasn't drunk. I don't get drunk. Okay. Mm. Yeah, you tell Nick, that to the Nick, air you were yelling at that one time. Nick, Nick <laughs> jokes around. I don't get drunk. I don't drink. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. However, night one of the rally, I was feeling pretty good. Good enough that I, I handed Nick my keys and I was like, take me to the hotel. So now we're at a casino. The night started with drinking and a vote at a bar. And then we were in a casino until 1 a.m. gambling. That's when I called a night. So I'm sure Nick left the lights on thinking this bumbling idiot's going to come through here. Well, and if, and if you had turned the lights on, it probably would have woke me up. And if I already fell asleep to some noise, it would just blend in with whatever noise you were going to make. Um, but yeah, I mean, but other than that, yeah, pretty much. Except for I was no closer to death then than I am right now. You like to tell you, me that I was close. I was, I was, I not was close. so mad you could have died that night. No. Not even close. I, I, in fact, I should have killed you that night in Murphy. Yeah, um, never would have happened. So, <clears throat> all right. I go to bed. I get barely any sleep. The bed was awesome, though. I liked it. Ah. Um, God, here we go. So, the next morning, we hit the road, right? And uh, I, I had trouble getting my car. Uh, valet had pulled up John's car and was i'm like hey cool like here's my valley ticket can you get my car and he's like this thing's sweet ain't it (laughs) i'm like yeah yeah it's sweet can you get my car and he's like thing's got like 800 horsepower do you know that i was like yeah okay and so i just i go back inside and i go downstairs there's a starbucks down there in the casino i go down there there's john will let Hey, morning. Hey, your car's up there. Just heard all about it. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Cool. Did they pull yours up? No, not yet. So we hit the road. We we pull out of there and uh we're off to caffeine and octane. Two hour drive. Um we stopped for gas again, topped off, get down to caffeine and octane, probably about nine fifteen. It started at eight, eight thirty. So we pull in fashionably late, and this place is packed out thousands of cars and we get in there we we find some parking spaces and um you know next to each other near the entrance and everything and it was awesome so fun fact we weren't really allowed to talk about it leading up to it but nbc was filming that day we had heard that there was a good chance they were going to be obviously weather permitting and, and stuff like that but NBC was there walking around with their cameras. They're like making announcements over the loudspeakers saying, you know, this is going to be airing season fours being shot right now. And, and all that, we saw everything. It was a Packard. There was Lamborghini, McLaren, uh, Nissan GTRs, the brand new Jeep gladiator. Uh, they had two or three of them lined up out there from some dealerships. We saw the, the infamous uh, fast and furious Paul Walker, uh, you know, the neon green with all the decals and the nitrous bottles and the passenger seat and everything. It looked awesome. Um, I mean, you, you name it, it was out there. Um, they had a, a merchandise trailer. Marty went shopping again. Yeah. We all kind of did. Well, and, and you forgot another thing too to mention was when we're at the casino getting ready to leave, pouring down rain, torrential downpour again. We get yep. in the cars and we roll out. It's true. Rainies is up. 
almost the whole way drive, no rain at all. We get to caffeine and octane, overcast, no rain. Caffeine and octane ends, starts raining. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere we went, the rain stopped for us, which was awesome. The, the rally gods. Now, in between all of these stops we're making and we're driving, you know, these little, you know, two-hour, three-hour stretches, we're all talking shit. You got Michael Kadlubowski hanging his first place go-kart medal out the window. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Charles doing speed runs past people. Um, Nick and or myself holding world heavyweight championship belts in people's faces as we're driving down the roads. Um, we're just having the time of our lives. It was awesome. Uh, people coming up to us, grabbing Genesis rally information off the cars. When you and I pulled up, we opened up the championship belt. We unsnapped it, opened it up all the way and put it up on the dash. So like we had the championship belt on display in the windshield and everything. And um, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. I dropped a Genesis rally card into the demon engine bay. Yep. You did. You I did. did that. Sorry, um, John. Yeah. Well, I think it's all fine. We would have, we would have heard I, I by now. Jessica had to hear about that the whole way home. Probably Sorry, so. Jessica. You know, it's kind of funny too. You know, we, we go he pointed at her with a cigar. <laughs> he never lit the thing. He never lit the cigar. He just kind of chewed on it and pointed at people with it all night. Well, he had more fun with just without it lit. But yeah. the, so one thing that's, that's kind of funny is like we, we show up to caffeine and octane and all the cars that are there. I mean, some of them are questionable as to why they're there. Other ones are just amazing, you know, but everything, every single car that's there is spotless, perfectly clean, freshly wiped mm-hmm. down. And then here we roll in after driving at that point, probably four days at a thousand miles. I mean, we weren't quite a thousand miles at that point, but we were probably like 700 at that point. You know, and all the cars are friggin' filthy. <laughs> They're so oh, yeah. dirty. But we dude, drove the hell out of them. It did, but it didn't even matter. People were still taking pictures of all the cars, all the decals. They were asking, "What's Genesis Rally?" Taking cards, taking it was. It but it's just like it's just funny because I know it was bothering everybody that the cars were so dirty. And John ended up. Uh, John Willett ended up basically cleaning his entire car. He had a spray bottle and a microfiber and. He went to town. He wiped the whole thing down. It looked pretty dang clean when he was done with it. But it's uh but man, we we really did. Those cars went through a lot. <laughs> He's out there, yeah, giving it giving it love and attention. And uh people are like, Oh wow, like check this thing out. And they're looking at it. Oh, it's a demon. Kids holding their daddy's hands. Dad, a demon. I'm like, What year's your civic? <laughs> <laughs> It's just not fair the attention that thing gets. It's awesome, man. It's 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 a bad car. Yeah, it's bad. Um, no, so we we had a good time uh, at Caffeine and Octane, and and Michael Kadlubowski and Amy they come up and they're like, hey, we're gonna go ahead and head out and and we're gonna hit the road and it hadn't quite ended yet. And I'm like, yeah, well, we'll see. I think you know we really appreciate it. Hey, why don't we do ca- uh, cars and coffee back in Jacksonville this coming Saturday? And- <laughs> Charles got you. He got me again. Oh, he got me again. Yeah. And Michael, I just freaking drop. I'm like, Oh, and Michael goes, well, sorry for distracting you. So he could do that. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) I'm doubled over and I'm looking at Michael. I'm like, yeah, no shit. See ya. Good seeing you. That's Um, so funny. I got him back though. You did. I got him back. You lifted him off the ground with your foot from behind. 
I did. He freaking came off the ground. It felt good. Yeah. It felt real good. So we wrap up caffeine and octane and, uh, and we hit the road and we're like, well, that's it. I mean, the rally was over upon arrival, uh, at caffeine and octane, but people are like, well, what are you doing? We're like, well, we're going to go to the varsity in downtown Atlanta and we're going to get some greasy chili cheeseburger, chili cheese dog. Once again, people stuck together, man. Um, they wanted to to hang out and, and, uh, so we're leaving caffeine and octane. And if you've ever gone to YouTube and searched cars and coffee, caffeine and octane, there's just highlight reels of people doing burnouts and like sliding into crowds and sliding into trees and, and all this stuff. And, um, we, uh, we go to leave, we're kind of sitting in traffic. We're, we're pulling out that the windows are down and, uh, there's like a crowd of people next to us and they're yeah, rev your engine. You got to rev your engine. So I just start stomping on it, revving the engine and everything. Charles is in front of us and in front of him, you know, other people and they were in the rally and everything. And there's flashing lights up ahead. I mean, there's cops spaced out every few feet directing traffic, right? Trying to keep this tame. You got thousands of cars leaving and thousands of people there to watch the cars. So Nick and I are talking and they're, they're next to us. Hey, rev your engine, rev your engine. They got their phones out. And all of a sudden, we just hear the squeal and we see smoke rising from the front of my car. Charles just stood on it in front of us. Meanwhile, we and Charles are basically blocking an intersection. Yeah. We're like sticking out that far where we're blocking an intersection. Mm -hmm. And he stands on it. And Nick and I are like, Oh no, Charles! Like, cause there, we can see a cop up ahead, and he freaking—you just stood on it, lit him up, smoke. Everyone's freaking phones out. Yeah, hell yeah! Oh my god! Like freaking out, and he just drove right through it, waved at the cop, and kept going. I thought you gotta be freaking kidding me. Yeah, if that was me, I would have been busted ten times. Yeah. So we uh we hit the road and we uh went to the var city got some greasy food there in downtown atlanta um took some pictures together and and rallied home and it, it was it was unbelievable it, it honestly was was one of the one of the best weekends of my life it, it was from from the start with the go-karts in jacksonville at the autobahn indoor speedway uh, to breakfast and the drivers meeting the next morning to all the attention and gawking we were getting from other people and traffic and downtown Jacksonville as we hit the road, Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, it was it was unbelievable. Games that night, racing and basketball and all that at main event, all the stories we just told you in this episode. It was it was unreal and everyone had a blast to the point that people are talking about rally reunions. I mean, we're all going to go to Cars and Coffee this Saturday. If you want to join us, 7 a.m. Best Buy parking lot on Southside Boulevard next to the avenues. We're going to pull out at 7.05 and ride over to the, to the mall together. Um, talking about getting together and doing a barbecue. I mean, these people all got along. You can't force that. You can't fake that. You can't teach that. Well, and the, and the crazy thing is um, it was just this last weekend. I mean, today's Thursday. We've been home for four days. It, yep. And it, on one hand, feels like it was a long time ago. The other hand, it feels like we just got back last night. But it was, it was truly just an awesome, awesome weekend and a, and a really awesome experience. I wouldn't change a thing. It was, it was incredible. And, and guys, we can tell you all day long, hey, we're going to do this sprint. We're going to do this boomerang. We're going to do this rally. You're going to get to do blank and blank. I mean, we can tell you about it all day long. 
the stuff we're telling you about right now, if you're thinking, what are these idiots rambling on and on about? It's the stuff we can't tell you about. You never know what's going to happen. It's so organic. It's the part of these rallies what brings people together that form these friendships. I mean, I think everyone knows James Davitt at this point, and he's got his his challenger SRT. He met Darius for the first time at the at the Speedway Boomerang last fall when we went to Daytona. To this day, those guys talk every single day. They just became best friends. Everyone loves Charles and gets along with Charles. He's got that infectious personality that can just lighten up the mood and, and, and brighten up the whole room. And, um, and, and these guys, some of them had never met before and, and they hit it off so well that here we are back. You would think, okay, four States, three days, thousand miles. I bet you guys were sick of each other and ready to go. No, hell no. Here we are less than a week later, the week we get back and they're talking about getting together for cars and coffee and doing a cookout. I mean, and that's the part that you, you can't put a price on. That's the part that you'll never really grasp it until you just experience it yourself, which is why we tell people to be part of it. Yep. And uh, one quick thing to mention is, you know, we talked about the number one medal that Michael has that you gave him just to really rub in that he beat me. If you don't believe that part of the story, we posted the first part of this podcast uh, yesterday, which is Wednesday. If you go to our Facebook page and you look at that post, you will see Michael's got our podcast going in the background with a picture of that goddamn metal just to rub it in my face. <laughs> so he posted a picture of the freaking metal. But I mean, that's the kind yeah. of stuff like it's it's something small. It's kind of silly. But damn, dude, it's funny. And it, it by I, the way, it's awesome. If you think for two seconds that metal is not coming to cars and coffee, it'll be there. Weekend, I know it'll be there. You're lying to your damn self. It'll No, it'll be there. It'll definitely be there. Hey, can we start this one with Shania Twain, please? No. Please. No. I'm asking. No. The people want to hear nope. it. Nope. <laughs> they want to no. hear it. No, we're not doing that. All right, guys, that's it. Um, <laughs> if you were part of the rally games, thank you. Uh, not the rally games. I'm sorry. Rally games are coming. If you were part yeah. of the Road to the Dragon, thank you so much. Uh, we're never going to forget it. We're doing it again next year. And yeah. every person that was there was saying, all right, we got to do it next year. And, and, and they're ready to go. So it, it's going to get done again. Thank you so much for being part of it. Uh, we had a blast and we're never going to forget it. We hope we hope you had as much fun as we did. Um, to those of you that didn't go, look at the pictures, look at the video and, and dude, put it on your calendar because it's coming. We're going to do it again next year. Um, and, and everyone had a blast. If you want to join us this Saturday and talk to some of the other people that were part of the Road to the Dragon, we're going to be at Cars and Coffee. The Rally Games Championship belt will be at Cars and Coffee this Saturday. It will be on display for you to take pictures with, shoot video promos with, talk shit, taunt, call people out, and let's get excited about the Rally Games. And uh, and we'll have the cups and everything there for people to check out if they are interested. Peace. See ya.